Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Finding Ryan, what's going on? Good to see you. The Real Eldon, what's up? Alberto, Benjamin, Bravo Soccer, Joe Jackson, John Hollinger, what up? What up, what up, what up? You guys doing? How you guys doing? Uh, you guys see on the screen there, I got <clears throat> Lindo and Jose. Lindo banged two Gs last night in the game and got an assist. If those of you didn't know, um, Lindo joined on the Perfect Soccer podcast, uh, published here, I think like two weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago now, I'm not sure, is it episode 52 or 53, um, shout outs to him doing his thing, helping us take away a massive three points last night, um, I think basically that was like a six point game, um, cause Tacoma is ahead of us in the standings. Not for long, right? But they were. Um, Pogba Jr., what's happening? McNasty, what's good? Greg, what up, what up? Joe said, sorry I wasn't able to make it last week's live. Had my opening night game. Yo, congratulations. How'd you guys do? And how did you do? <coughs> Pogba said, I'm here. What up? Dropping the mind me your head emojis. Um, welcome, welcome. Yeah, the internet where I'm at isn't doing too well. I'm, on my phone, it's okay, but here isn't doing too well. I'm trying to pull up some... Let's see. There we go. Pull up what we've what we've got here as everybody kind of trickles in. Uh, let me look that up, actually. Yeah, episode 52. Lindo is episode 52, the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Um, yeah, so while everybody's joining in, you guys are dropping a little bit of your feedback, questions for today, updates on where you're at, how the last week has gone for you, um, and uh, maybe your thoughts on last week's guest, uh, Akeem, who we will uh, reference and talk about here today as well, too, because the theme last week was progress. Speaking of which, um, also, Todor had chopped the clips, and we're going to hopefully get all of that republished and reshared here soon um yeah because that was a dope episode um and finally just kind of getting caught up with stuff and getting things released hopefully uh on a much more in real time cadence but appreciate you guys bearing with us bearing with me bearing with us um but yeah let's go ahead and kick off today's intro as you guys drop more comments, more feedback down there, and we can get into it. Um, welcome to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 13-year pro MLS Cup champion, MLS Comeback Player of the Year, UC Davis Hall of Fame member, Black Players for Change founder, NFT collector, a.k.a. the first pro soccer player in the metaverse, Oakland Roots forward, uh, MSL and MSL coach, Quincy Maracua, MSL coach uh what oh there we go another thing came through uh you got you guys might be you guys and gals might be asking yourself what is the msl well that is what we're here to discuss and break down every thursday 6 p.m pst 9 p.s p.m est live on the perfect soccer um instagram account the mental strength league i'm in your head drop them on me your head emojis if you're down in the msl spam that heart button and for those of you who are just now tuning into this hashtag frequency, uh, 
Uh, it's a game of mental 40 chess, one where you are either aware and an active participant or you are a pawn in the game steady getting played. Simply put, the MSL is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals. Why should you have this mindset so you can learn how to learn? Why learn how to learn so you know how and when you are stopping yourself from achieving your goals and what to do about it? And when does this mindset start? The moment you decide to take personal responsibility for where you are, even if where you are isn't your fault, and put forth a plan to learn what you need to to continue forward. So if you are ready for today's episode, and I'm seeing those of you spamming that heart button, dropping your I'm in your head emojis, so I know you are, um, if you're ready for it, let's get into it. Um, yeah, so good to see things rolling in on how you guys are doing. So let's see what we got here. I'm going to scroll back up. Um, Benjamin said, I've been running at cross country practice and have been absolutely exhausted the past two days. doesn't feel like I'm going to get injured though. So I'm pushing through it. Nice. Okay. Practicing the three S's of self-awareness, right? Making sure you're, uh, pushing yourself, but not pushing yourself too far. So that's good to hear. Pogba Jr. dropping the mime in your head emojis. Uh, yeah, very cos- ho- cognizant of injury versus tiredness. Nice. Uh, Joe said we won 9-0. I didn't have my best game, but bounced back. But bounced back the next one. We're 3-1 and one right now. Nice. Congratulations. And Ben said 9-0. Cheese. 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 It's crazy. Um, Pogba Jr. said that's wild. Um, Bridge the football joined. What's going on, Pavani Di Satash? What's happening? Uh, Joe Jackson said, Yeah, it was against probably the worst team in the league. Our reserve scored like five. <laughs> nice, get them reps in, right? Uh, punish them. Yeah, everyone, today today is going to be a pretty chill episode, to be fair. Um, probably we'll do a condensed one, because um, I'm, I'm planning on meeting, meeting some people up here, out in the Bay, well, out in SF. Uh, so it's going to take me a little while to get out there, and don't want to be out too late, because um, i got to drive back. Uh, so yeah, if you guys got any questions or want to rip riff on anything, um, please drop those questions below. Let me know. Um, and, uh, if not all good, I'll, I'll give a couple of updates about what's been going on and maybe, um, yeah, little shout outs to these past couple weeks as well as our, our previous show guests. Um, yeah, so everyone who hasn't had a chance to maybe keep up to date with everything or see some of the dope content that's coming out or ideas and all that, um, to give everyone an opportunity to do that. Uh, like I had mentioned, Lindo, my teammate here at The Roots, he was on uh, episode 52 of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Um, so definitely have a listen to that if you haven't already. Um, last week we had Akeem Ward, my former DC United teammate and now current Oakland Roots teammate and mentee. Um, we, we talked a lot about progress, what that means, what that looks like, right on episode 130. So that was last week. Um, yeah, was anyone anyone here right now who was on that, that live last week? And if so, could you share any feedback or thoughts, takeaways um, that you that you gained from last week's episode. Tovar, welcome. Mal Gill, what up? Uh, John Hollinger had said, um, what's a time in your career? Oh, okay. What's up, increased football? So this is a question. Sorry, I thought you were giving feedback. Let me see. Uh, What's a time in your career where looking back on now you were steady getting played as a pawn and now how are you able to navigate when finding a similar situation okay so many many times in my career looking back now i was steady getting played 
uh, as a pawn, which is which is why uh, which is why I believe myself uh, uh, qualified to speak as to how to not be a pawn unless you choose or decide to be for yourself, right? A, a pawn in the game of chess, for those of you who don't know the rules of chess, go onto YouTube, type in kind of like a quick five-minute explainer video on the rules of chess, right? But the, the, the chess piece of a pawn um, is very limited in its movements and and how it can navigate the board. But the pawn is the only piece that has the ability to become any other piece if it can get across to the other side. So in my opinion, the pawn is the most valuable piece on the chessboard, um, but it's the most difficult to navigate as a pawn because everyone can see you coming. And uh, that can be a positive and a negative depending on the situation you might find yourself in. And that's what we're here to talk through, speak through, and think through with the MSL mindset and mentality, right? And what the three S's of self-awareness are. The three S's of self-awareness allow you or, uh, yeah, afford you uh, an opportunity to think through how you could be a pawn in your current situation and how that can be playing to your advantage or to your disadvantage in the short, medium, and long term. So that's the long-term winner's mindset, right? Uh, we want to value our position as a pawn uh, because every position, every piece has its role, has its value, has its job, and um, is capable of becoming anything, um, which means the pawn has limitless potential. But, uh, you know, sometimes you can lose sight of how powerful, influential, confident, strong you can be, uh, and you can lose sight of how great you can be if if you choose to be, if you choose to do the work to be, if you choose to continue to do the work to maintain your position, right? And, and you understand that other people are also trying to accomplish their goals on their own timelines in their own way. And sometimes it doesn't, uh, in their mind, their success is only, uh, is only tied to your failure, right? Um, and being aware of that and understanding how those dynamics are at play at any given time, right? So uh, when we talk about the MSL and a uh, game of 4D mental, uh, mental 4D chess, you know, you've got the two-dimensional, uh, you know, style of playing from a checkers perspective, but then you also have the world for which you currently navigate, you understand, and you've existed in, and then you've got the world as it will be, you know, six months from now two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And what type of access, what type of opportunities, what types of doors do you want to be open for you um, when you eventually get there, right? Because the one constant amongst all of us, at least that I'm aware of as this, as a experience of being a human is time, right? And I, I believe that time is our most valuable asset and I've talked about it plenty of time with plenty of time here on the platform and channel is uh, that time are seeds of time. Where are you planting, investing those seeds of time and um, how are you able to see and interpret the data and information as you're watching um, things grow and die? Because uh, that's part of life, right? Um, I think uh, I think there's been many a times that I was upon unaware of being upon. And that created its own experiences, some positive, uh, some negative. Uh, but I was able to, I was able to decide to take responsibility for reflecting on those those moments in time and and figure out how to create and map a plan so that I could get a bit farther the next time and a little bit farther the next time. And then how can we now create a process so those who come after um, me can do the same or better and, and faster because you know I think ego is a is is a is something that slows us slows us down a lot because you know well I did this and it took me this long and 
it should take everybody else the same time or more, or, you know. And I guess I understand that way of looking at stuff, but if, you know, if two generations ago people decided not to, you know, put in place infrastructure so that we could have internet now, right? Because, you know, the the people before them didn't do something like, you know, that's the whole eye for an eye, the whole world goes blind type of way of looking at it. Um, yeah, it's like, how do we see bigger picture? How do we leave the world better than how we found it? And not everybody's going to try to do the same, but I think overall, uh, as a larger collective, we trend towards good and being better and learning from our mistakes. But in order to trend towards better and learning from your mistake, you've got to make mistakes. It's part of the process. Um, so acknowledging those, uh, you know, being able to self-reflect and laugh at the times and moments where you got played, where you were upon and you got played, right? Because that means you're in the game. It means you got a chance. You got to participate. Maybe you didn't win. Maybe it didn't pan out well. Maybe it didn't go great. Maybe it went really terrible. Uh, but hey, you're in the game. You exist. You're a human. Um, you know, the chances of that are very slim. And then the chances of being able to be in a position to hear stuff like this and to work on yourself or even have an opportunity to have a chance to work on yourself is is something that you know, 99% of all humans who existed before us here now ever had access to, at least that we're aware of from our historic, historical understanding of who we are and where we come from. So, yeah, John, good question. That opened up a, that opened up a, a big one. But I, I think, I think we all want space to navigate and learn, learn who we are for ourselves as well as make our mistakes, but also not have those mistakes define who we are for the rest of our lives, unless we choose to, uh, use those to define ourselves. You know, it's basically taking ownership of what you feel represents you, but also taking ownership of what you chose to represent you that might not have panned out to being a, what you would believe to be a fair representation of yourself. You know, that's okay. Um, but acknowledging those moments um, where maybe you couldn't see the bigger picture or the full, yeah, we can't all see the we can't all see the bigger picture. We can we can believe we have our beliefs, and hopefully you you know yeah I'll think through that I'll think through that a little bit more in terms of how to properly articulate that because you know everyone has their beliefs um, depending on your experience and what you've been taught and what you've been shown over the course of your life determines and dictates what you believe to be true and how you choose to navigate and make decisions right so like to say that anybody's belief is wrong I feel is um, is unfair because who are you to say that your belief is right? Um, so that kind of I think puts all beliefs on an equal playing field, and then from there you're saying okay. The idea would be to figure out which belief is which belief is most likely to help the largest number of people have the best outcomes possible. Then you're saying, okay, let the beliefs, the ideas, the conversations compete. Let them go out into the market and some bad beliefs will, you know, maybe take hold and get farther, but they won't get to the threshold of being fully adopted, right? And that's how we we keep ourselves in checks. That's how we have the checks and balances. That's how we, we innovate, we grow, we adapt, we learn, but we also allow for space for anything and everything to exist. That gives us the greatest, the greatest opportunity for allowing diversity and, um, yeah, to, for diversity, for, yeah, for diversity to, to flourish, right? Cause, um, 
Um, yeah. On a mass scale, diversity is very advantageous because it gives you the greatest opportunity of survival regardless of the environment that you may face, right? But on a very small scale, um, large amounts of diversity can make it difficult for everyone to be on the same page and have uh, and align and, 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 and steer and row in the same direction. Because we, we all have an idea of an outcome we want to see, and it's generally pretty similar for the most part. But the paths we believe are necessary to get there are vastly diverse and different. So, setting, setting a common set of, of foundational belief rules, I think, is advantageous uh, to finding which which process of thought is most advantageous to the goal of increasing opportunity and access and, and positive outcomes for the largest number of people um, possible, you know? Well, while not minimizing or reducing the, the rewards or the incentives for those who are doing a majority of the work, to want to continue to do that work because uh, you know the idea of everyone's the same and everyone's equal and and uh, evenly for everyone uh, that i think idealistically it makes sense but then that means nobody is an individual and i feel like we all value our own individual identities our own histories our stories and our narrative and we want to own that for ourselves and that be um, autonomous. So like marrying these multiple beliefs in a way that we can coexist is not easy to do, but it is possible because, I mean, look at, look at what we've been able to do collectively. It's amazing. We've, we've done some, some terrible, heinous things, but we've done some amazingly uh, empathetic and and monument i mean you think about some of the things we see from previous you know civilizations of humanity we can't even think through how we create like the pyramids that, that trips me out like egypt the pyramids like we don't know how or we have ideas on how but we couldn't recreate those and do those today so the amount of knowledge that we've we've lost access to but we can see the remains of knowledge we once had, I feel is like is proof that obviously there's there's a lot more to this than we can comprehend. So see those as things that validate that we're in this together and um and we're interconnected at every level. Um Yeah. John, good question, man. Uh, Pogba, I was for a few minutes, then left and, and came back. It was almost over. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And he's talking about the episode with with Akeem last week. All good. Uh, ben said, but a pawn can become a queen if it learns the MSL mentality. Ex exactly, my brother. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um. Yeah, you've been said pawns usually only transform late in the game. They got that LTWM. <laughs> yeah, Ben said, I can see why you like pawns now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, dang, Quincy repeating everything I'm saying. Hey, got it? Great minds think alike, Benny. Uh, that's what I was thinking, Pogba. Therefore, making the statement true. Ben been thinking. And he's been putting in that work to process those thoughts and generate questions that gift the unlock to being in your head. So long as your intentions are pure and your questions are genuine, looking for an outcome that will create the best 
the greatest chance at a positive outcome for the maximum number of people. There you go. Uh, ben said, we're already popping off tonight. Yes, we are. Maxi, what's happening? AMR, what's going on? Uh, Julian, welcome, welcome. Uh, 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 uh. Sage of DBZ popping in. Anthony. Oh. Oh, oh. let's see. Uh, ben said, it's been tough for me to continue to stick to a normalized regimen now that I am back at college. What is the best thing to do when, when what I like doing is not top priority anymore? Well, I mean... Should I be a little... Yeah, you could be a little bit more specific so I could speak specifically to your to your current situation. Because I could think... I could speak about it generally, but specific works. And while I think while you kind of share that... What's up, PG Sports joining in? Shout out, Paul. <coughs> um, Sage of DBZ, how to not be scared of other players on the field. Uh, I mean, there's many ways to not be scared. I think the you know, what would I say is the best way to frame that. I won't say the best way. The way that I think is most advantageous is by doing enough work before you show up on the field, right? Like. If you do your work, you do your homework, you study, you do the reps, you're, you're getting, you're getting um, as much time, um, as much time as you're, as much time as possible dedicated to, you know, improving and getting better, you know, when you step on the field, you'll, you'll come feeling confident and not scared of what's in front of you because you, you know you've done enough to, to be ready. And to um, what's going on, Evan Bush dropping by, a uh, former teammate of mine out in Montreal. How have you been? Thanks for stopping, uh, stopping in, checking in. Um, yeah, I think, you know, fear is, I mean, there's, fear tends to be, you know, you questioning your abilities or questioning what the outcome will be. And that's healthy, right? To, to question it is fine, but. But, you know, you shouldn't spend too much time question. You won't spend, yeah, you won't spend too much time questioning the outcome or what's going to happen if you know you've been putting in enough work to, to know what's going to happen, right? And you might not know what the outcome's going to be, but you can know what you're going to do, right? So, so, so you can know that you're going to work as hard as you can every play every every chance you get to touch that ball you're going to take as much care to secure that ball as possible every t chance you see that you can make a run in behind and create space for your teammate you're going to do that every time you can recover and get into a good defensive positioning you're going to do that every single time you can you know um you can uh take advantage of an opportunity of the field you're going to do that every time you can be the best teammate you can be you're going to do that right like you approach it like that and you stay committed to that for long enough, you, you, I'm, it's going to be really hard not to start finding success at some point in time, right? And once you do, your ability to recognize that you found success because of the habits you created and the work you're doing, then you want to do whatever you need to do to adjust your schedule, to adjust your time, to adjust your approach um, so that you can continue to maintain, if not in, increase or improve what it is that you're doing. And now that I think Ben's coming in with the rest of his specificity, um, I think I could kind of tie that into the general nature of uh, his question, finding it difficult to stick to a normalized regimen. So let's see. So Ben said, I, I like running and I have plans on working my way up to the Boston Marathon one day, but being at school has caused me to lose more sleep and be more stressed. Uh, my top priority has been to finish, be finishing school, but I can't help but worry about the long-term effects of college workload on myself. 
okay. But uh, I guess the question is, are you doing too much? And how do you break down your goals into small enough chunks that you can do a little bit of work towards each goal every day, create a good habit and routine out of it? Um, you might not be on the timetable that you'd like. So let's say you say, I want to be able to run the Boston Marathon in three months. Okay, but with your coursework, what you have to do and your responsibilities outside of running the marathon, maybe that timetable is closer to two or three years from now which doesn't make it so stressful because you don't have to do everything today. You don't have to get everything done this week, right? And I think that's, that is something that takes time to get into a rhythm of, right? Like we talk about time is your, I talk about time is your most valuable asset. You want to be mindful of it. You want to be a good steward of it. You want to invest it well. But you also want to enjoy the moment and enjoy where you're at. You don't want to be living so far into the future that you can't enjoy and acknowledge and appreciate the present, right? Because the present, uh, the present is a present. Um, and you want to be appreciative and grateful for the gifts that you receive, right? So um, to marry those two ideas, right? Those Because that's typically what you're working to come to grips with. It's the idea of who you are now and who you want to be and negotiating between who you are now and enjoying now and being here in the present while not throwing away who you want to be and what you want to have access to in the future, right? So those are two different beliefs. Those are two different versions of you who have their own motivations, desires, ego, and you're trying to marry those ideas so that you can, you can bring those into now and, and be both at the same time, right? Playing offense while playing defense and vice versa. And it, it that's difficult to see. You, you can't spot that. So we talked through how to, how to juggle that and how to navigate that, but more importantly, how to control that because that's a practice of self-control and self-discipline. Uh, Developing the skill set of self-discipline will open the greatest number of doors, open up the greatest number of doors to you um, over time because you, you understand how, you learn how to be responsible um, while also being able to enjoy yourself and have fun, right? And, you know... That is that that is uh, that's a skill set that takes a lot of time. You make a lot of mistakes. You get humbled quite a bit. You got to spend a lot of time being a pawn, right? Uh, um, but that's why you you learn to be grateful for your experiences because those help mold and shape you, and um, your ability to your ability to figure out creative ways to make it work for yourself. I think is where the sweet spot is. So uh, you see, Akeem is on the on the screen right now he was on last week episode 130 uh where i started with akeem was his time management sheet so if you haven't been utilizing or you were unaware of perfectsoccerskills.com slash time right that's the time management sheet that you can use to help break down your day into 15 minute chunks right this is what akeem used to get a, a hold of understanding where his time was being invested, where he's spending his time thinking about things and allowed him, um, you know, a framework to start uh, de-stressing, right? Uh, organizing and prioritizing because as you grow and you develop and you mature over time, your desires and your wants and your needs also change. So your model and how you think and how you approach it also has to change. That's experience, right? So, um, Hopefully that gives more uh, framework and uh, context because, you know, those aren't small ideas and questions. Um, but I love them. Let's see. John said, John said, biggest takeaways I got from Akeem Ward's episode was his ability to bounce back from a mistake now that used to take months, years. Uh, when back at DC three years ago, now it takes one to two weeks. There you go. 
Yes, that was, you know, when I spoke with Akeem, we had connected, I think we had connected, and obviously we're teammates, right? So we connect almost every day. But uh, when I was speaking with him and talking to him a little bit about that, that also was a big takeaway for me as well, when he was just discussing the speed at which he's able to bounce back from a mistake and and think through where he got something wrong or might have missed something and being able to get back get back in the game, right? Um Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Shooty.3 said, Anytime I step on the field, I get more and more nervous as game time approaches, and I don't play as great as I know it can be. What can I do to stay focused and be super confident? Well, I kind of I touched on it before, like doing enough reps to make sure that you are too standard to be up to, to speed with the game, but also... if you're getting in your own head because all the other games you got in your own head so it, basically you're you're getting stuck in a loop because that's a habit you formed you you expect to be nervous before the game and then you expect the nervousness to translate into the game and then you expect the nervousness in the game to translate to you doing bad in the game and then you see everybody sees that you did bad and then you and then you then you internalize that and then you go see I knew I was right look I knew this was going to happen. Look, you're manifesting it. So think back to the moment before you're thinking about how the nerves are going to negatively impact you and start to positively, um, positive, positive self talk and not a, I'm not going to get nervous and I'm not going to, no, 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 no. Uh, positive self talk in that situation would be like, I'm going to get nervous and that's okay. I'm going to get nervous, and that's a part of it. I'm going to get nervous, but I'm also going to get past it. So let's just deal with it and address it, and I see it, acknowledge it, accept it, and move on. I'm going to make a mistake in the game. That's part of the game. But I'm also going to move past it, and I'm also going to score a goal, or I'm going to create an assist, or I'm going to, I'm going to work hard and run hard for my team, or I'm going to be in the best defensive positioning possible, or I'm going to enjoy this day as if it's the last day I'd ever get to play soccer. If you start thinking about it like that, it's a lot easier to do well on the field because you're not stressed out over all the things that could go wrong. They're going to go wrong. Things are going to go wrong. The one thing you know for sure is things are going to go wrong, so accept that. Okay, cool. Things have gone wrong plenty of times for you in the past. Are you still here? Yeah? Well, you're listening to this, so you made it. Or you might be in the middle of it right now, and you don't know if you're going to make it. Well, you made it to right now. And then five minutes from now, you make it to that as well, too. So, okay, you know it's going to pass. So then, all right, well, it'll pass faster if you accept that it is a thing, and you have those emotions, those feelings, they're normal, it's going to happen, and... Now that we're past that, or now that we're here, what are we going to do once we're past it? What are things that we can do to help prevent this from happening more in the future? Or how can we reduce the amount of time that we spend here? How can we appreciate the time that we're here? Because you know what? It tends to be the difficult times, um, the times of self-doubt where you really actually sit down and you do the work that you need to do to not be there anymore, right? So like how much is... Your self-discipline tied to being in a position where you have no choice but to do, you know, fight or flight. Like, you hear MSL on the extremes, it's adapt or die, right? But how come you have to get into a position of you're going to die before you adapt? Why not see, look to the future ways in which you could die? And by die, it can mean things not working out, not panning out, nervousness, whatever. I think we talked in a previous episode, someone was nervous that they're going to pee themselves on the field, right? And I think at that time, it's just like, yeah, well, I'd tell you what I'd, I would do if that was a big issue or problem for me. Like, I'm scared I'm going to pee myself on the field. That's real fear. I just go out there and pee on myself. Just get it, out, get it over with. Get it out of the way. I think, hey, I need to shout If anybody, uh, true OG would know what episode that was. We can maybe go back and re-listen to that one. Pee-pee boy. Right? We need to name that episode PP Boy so we can go find it. It's the same thing. You guys are going to hear me say the same stuff over and over and over again. Maybe I'll say them differently, different ways, because each time you you go 
through the process and you come out the other side, you, you learn a, a new angle, you you figure out a better way to introduce things. You, you can see how sometimes what you're saying doesn't land um, how you're intending. Um, but typically why I go to the extremes is because if you go to the extremes, you can always rebuild from the extremes. If you're trying to always be too clever and too smart and too sneaky and too think like at some point in time you lose you lose touch with you know we lose touch with you lose touch with what's actually real and what's real is today here now like right now this is it everything else is a belief everything else is a guess everything else is a hope but here right now this moment this is the only, this is it this is real right so remember that yeah 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 let's see let's see all right um let's see sage of dbz um, said, do you have to be, do you have to necessarily be better than everyone at a certain level before you move on to the next, let's say from a semi pro to pro, like, is there ever a moment when you know you're ready or is it black and white? Uh, okay. That's that. There's a lot of nuance to that because there's a lot of people who make their way up who aren't as good as you at what you do, but they might be good at something better. Right. And, um, so for instance, you know, I don't know what the average height in the NBA is, but I'm sure it's above six, five. Right now, are there people below six five who are in the NBA? Yes, but as a percentage of people in the NBA, is there a high percentage of people below six five? Probably not. Is there a high percentage of people below six foot? Doubtful. Below five six? I don't think there's anybody. I don't think there's anybody currently in the league below five six. Right. So, to st- if you wanted to play basketball and that is your goal, and you're five five. Right? You're going to have to develop an approach to the game that is very unique and special to navigate you know, people who are of average height of 6'5 or above. Right, The nature and environment of basketball tends to favor those who are taller on a larger scale. So I use that as an example to kind of like overlay from the, you know, do you have to be better than everyone at a certain level before you move on? Um short answer yes you have to be better and it has to be noticeable it has to be it has to be noticeable for like the average person to be able to recognize and know that there's something different or better about you um because if not then if not then your approach is going to be a much longer one because uh you've got to develop it the the analog way, right? Like the, the manual way, which there's value in. It just takes, it just takes longer. So, um, and then from the, from the question of every moment when you know you're ready, or is it just not, not black and white? You can know you're ready. The number of games that I was on the sideline feeling good like if i get put in the game i'm gonna score at least a goal if not two i just like i know it and i feel it a lot of games there's been way more games that i was like there's been way more games i'm trying to think at the professional level like yeah yeah, the number of games I didn't end up getting into, like didn't get subbed in, but was feeling like, yes, my preparation for the week, the training I've been doing, all the stuff I've been doing to get better over time and where I'm at, like some of my best soccer years were spent on the bench. That's a better way to express that because I was trying to think about it. But if I gave up or felt bad or sorry for myself because all the times where I was ready and I needed to be and I could have just balled out, I wasn't put in the game and didn't keep going, I wouldn't be where I am now with the opportunities that I currently have, right? And I I, I share that hopefully so that 
players understand that, uh, you know, the game isn't fair. You don't know everything. You don't understand all the different dynamics and things that are at play. And many of the times, those dynamics will lead to you not getting an opportunity for one reason or another, justified or unjustified. But your response and the work you decide to do and how you and if you decide to remain committed to doing what you what you believe in will ultimately dictate the number of opportunities you have in the long run. Right. So when I'm here speaking like. Man, the number of games where I feel and know I was playing amazing soccer, I trained well and I was I, I'm good enough to be on that field and, and be playing at minimum off the bench and not get subbed in and not play a minute was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And you, 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 you hopefully take those opportunities to learn and to grow. And um, I guess the goal of sharing this for you guys is really saying, like, hopefully you can accept those truths and realities of the game faster so you have more time to develop your skill set to get to improve and to spend less time outside the game and steady in the game playing the game rather than being a pawn getting played and you know and sometimes you get played and set on the side and then you're going like okay why am i out um what do i need to do to get back in and what am I willing to do to get back in? What is being required of me to compromise to maybe get back in? And that's also difficult um, to navigate because many times um, in order to get in, you'd have to compromise your values and your principles. And for me, I decided and chose that I'm not I'm not willing to do that. Now, I'm not willing to do that if I don't believe the intentions behind doing so are genuine. So it's not that I'm not willing to do that. There's a caveat, just like soccer, there's subtlety to it. So I think being able to clearly articulate and define what your expectations are, what your beliefs are, what your values are, what you stand for, what you stand against. I think that's something that takes time to figure out and to do and you've got to be committed to doing the work to 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 study those those attributes and 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 by that I'm saying study yourself break yourself down uh yeah break yourself down put in place a plan or process and then do the work to remain self-disciplined to to doing the work to build yourself back up right um and that's you know that's what the MSL mentality is. Three S's of self awareness, the Americorps process. I'm sharing I'm sharing with you guys my process of thought, what, how I how I approach it, how I've been approaching it, and um, I share my successes and failures with you, and ways in which I could have done better, or um, how I could have improved and done it faster had I known it all the first time around, but I didn't. But look at you guys getting access to it for free. Um, every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST here live on the Instagram, the Perfect Soccer Instagram account. Um, yeah, John said, I remember that one, and you said PP Boy to make his own brand from it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just going through the seven footer, footer's legs. I might have missed something else. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Ben said, so split into small chunks, make a reasonable time frame, live in the moment, and use the perfect soccer time management sheet. I'm going to try the sheet for a week starting tomorrow. Awesome. Yes. Yes. And maybe even hit up Akeem um, in the DMs. Ask him what his experience was with it and any tips or um insight he could share from going through that and having that process i know uh you know akeem spent a good amount of time with it and so did um earl earl edwards jr so hit him up and ask him joe jackson how do you spin negative comments that you're making to yourself in the game to positive comments after you make a mistake well i think i just kind of just touched on that here like you, you you yeah you made a mistake Right, it's like, yeah, I made a mistake. 
you can joke with yourself like i guess that's what i'm saying like i guess when you get to a point where you just like you you understand that mistakes are part of the process it's easier to just accept them but maybe before you've gotten there it's it's a big deal to you like oh man everyone's looking oh i messed up you're like yeah everyone's looking though that means you got an opportunity to to prove yourself again and if you mess up again so what you have another one you you're gonna and if if it's not going to be here then it's going to be the next place because you're going to make all your mistakes here you're going to get that out of your system you're going to figure out what the problem is and then the next place that you go and you show up you're going to you're going to you're going to crush it so i think um maybe spinning positive is also like just being okay with making fun of yourself like yeah so let's say i i i missed the shot like skied it just roofed it over the goal then i go like yeah i meant to do that nice perfect exactly what i wanted to do now next time i'll try to put it in the in the corner right so like yeah realizing it's not it's not the end of the world and if it is then it's the end it's over so like then let it go you did it that was it you messed up so it's too late it's over so like what are you going to do now okay enjoy the little time you have left (laughs) enjoy the time you have left if you making that mistake on the field is the reason why you're not going to get another opportunity with that coach or that team ever again, then what do you have? You got five minutes left before the coach is going to sub you. You got five seconds left. You got, you know, 50 minutes left. You got five days left. Then enjoy it. Learn as much as you can. Soak it up. Actually feel, uh, feel and embrace what it's like to not be stressed for once and just go like, oh, okay, cool. You, you'll, uh, you'll play much better. Um, let's see. Okay. And we're wrapping it. We're kind of saying 30 minutes, but now here we are 55 minutes later. Cause there's some good questions that came, came my way that we had to dissect through. Um, we'll start wrapping it up here. We got one more question. We'll, oh, let me see here. Okay, so Daniel asked in the questions, as well as John asked, John asked, what advice would you give to Quincy 10 years ago? And then Daniel said, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to College Quincy who knew he wanted to play pro? So College Quincy didn't know he wanted to play pro, right? College Quincy was just like, I'm playing soccer in college to help pay for school so I can finish my pre-med degree and like, where am I going to go to medical school? Um... Advice, advice I give to young Quincy is, hey, it's worth it, you know, like, do it. Or, uh, it's hard to say, because, let me think, my advice would just be like, because, this is why, this it's funny, I'm thinking about it, and I'm going, why is this one a difficult one to answer? And the reason why is because, when you guys are hearing me talk on the platform, and you're asking me questions and stuff, I'm, I'm sharing with you how I'm thinking and how I give myself advice, right? Like how I'm trying to help myself understand myself and confirm that. Yeah. Do I believe that? Yeah. Well, let's think about that. Yeah. Okay. I think I believe that. Okay, great. So if I believe that, what are the actions I need to take when I step out this door to, to validate what I believe and to prove to myself that I mean what I say? Okay. That's, the process, right? So as you guys are asking me questions, I also see the questions you were asking when we first started this show over two years ago and the questions that are being asked now, right? So like the quality of questions are becoming more specific, more targeted, more um, refined. That only happens if you've been putting in work and putting in effort and doing study and being consistent over time, right? So it's... um, it's an opportunity for me to also self-reflect on the process as well as see ways in which I may have not accounted for more ideas or more processes or more things, right? Because me two years ago isn't the same as me today, right? The experience and the access 
um, the opportunities that Quincy two years ago had isn't the same experience, access, and opportunities Quincy today has. Isn't the same as Quincy 10 years ago, right? Some opportunities um, are no longer there. Some opportunities have improved. Some things haven't changed, and some things I'm unaware of, right? So um, advice, advice would come in the vein of, I'm trying to think because I think I knew, I understood, uh, I understood that, you know, it's going to be hard. No matter what, and I think this is what it is. No matter what you choose to do, it's going to be hard. It doesn't matter. Because it's going to be hard in its own way. Whether it's you go to medical school, you go play pro, you go start a business, you quit school and just do art or video games. Like, it doesn't matter what you, you, you're going to do. Like, if it's worth doing, it's going to be hard. So... If you know that and you believe in it and you and you believe in yourself and what you're willing to do to 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 get the job done or be successful, then that's all you really need to start. But the speed at which you accomplish your goals or accelerate or maximize your potential is going to be tied to your ability to understand and speak to the wants and needs of those around you right because teamwork makes the dream work and that's why it's a part of um you know the miracle process right like it's it's got to start with you you got to start with yourself you got to understand yourself or try to understand yourself and then once you got a grip on yourself your room your house where you are okay then it's like okay we can start to you know, set some goals, then we gotta, then we gotta, you know, hey, we gotta start realizing that we're, we're stronger as a unit than we are by ourselves, and how do you work in the team dynamic, that's new experiences, that's new things that you need to learn, and navigate, and operate, and then you gotta stay focused, because, you know, you'll start to find some success, and once you do that, because people are looking at you differently, like, there's new opportunities that come, which means new vices, new things you want to participate in, which pulls you away from the self-discipline that got you to where you are, right, um, and then ultimately, you're doing it because you find you have some passion for what you're doing. You want to continue to maintain a passion for what you do. And, you know, ideally. So, yeah. Um, the sky ball, perfect. Exactly where I wanted my place to be oh yeah a sky ball perfect exactly where i wanted one of my place placement to be now let's get it next time yes bounce back mentality exactly ben um sky ball uh just throwing the keeper off to make him think i'm crap at shooting it's top bins next time haha hey exactly <laughs> yes exactly oh man miles out yeah 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 that 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 means next time he's not even gonna see it coming when i just pass it straight at him it's gonna go under his leg and go in the goal right <laughs> exactly see you guys learn quick um yeah and if it's going to be hard anyway make it worth it and make it fun there you go great summaries great takeaways exactly it's gonna be hard make it worth it um, Joe said, well, I know we're almost out of time, Quincy, so just want to say thanks for another great live and have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sage, Sage said, I'm going to start playing with a pro academy team in a few months, having not played with them before within the year I needed to sign a contract. Any tips? Well, I think today's episode was a bunch of them. So re-listen, uh, to today's episode, take some notes, write down takeaways, and then, uh, kind of work on building out your plan. Um using the perfect soccer player blueprint so that book is for free if you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access download that and you'll get all the tips you need in one place pogba said i'm ready for next week even forgot about the link lol all good bro uh benjamin drop down your head in emojis thank you very much lucho stop by as we're taking off uh daniel said hey man i'm and then that was it. Oh, I'm somewhat new here, but I appreciate what you're doing for us. Oh, awesome, Daniel. Thanks for joining in, brother. Appreciate your questions. Uh, make sure you head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access. Create yourself your free Perfect Soccer Team membership account. 
you get access to all of our books, tools, and resources, um, and you'll be able to get up to speed. Uh, make sure to follow uh, any and all of the any and all of the Perfect Soccer uh, MSL Legion MSL Army members, um, and just get connected with them. They're, they'll definitely be able to help you navigate and get any tools or resources you're looking for. We're on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook our email list in our in our training center. So I appreciate you joining, brother, and thanks so much. Um, yep, Ben said, welcome. Hope to see you in future weeks. I do as well. Um, glad to have you. Happy you were able to find us. Um, yeah, Joe said, yeah, man, make sure to absorb all the knowledge you can. There you go. Yeah, we got a great, we got a great community, and uh, we keep building. All right, everybody, I appreciate the time, and I'll see you next week, same time, same place. And as always... I'm in your head. Later, everybody. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.